<laughs> and welcome back to the one two six pod here in Captiva Island vacation edition here we are interviewing Sammy Bardanero from the Vandalia Butler Aviators you got it right that time welcome Sammy it's good to have you here thank you I'm excited we've been circling this one for a while <laughs> I've been waiting yeah yes well, we got a lot we want to talk to you about we'll go ahead and get started with some of the questions but jackson do you want to go ahead and give us get us going yeah um first off how do you feel to break uh not one but two records in your first two seasons at Vandalia? <laughs> um i mean it was really exciting mostly because it was my aunt's record that i broke and my friend Willow's record that I also broke, but- Your aunt and head coach. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean, it took a lot of hard work. Like it wasn't just lucky breaking the record, but I got to break them again. It's only been two years, I got to do it again, so. What kind of work do you put in? You mentioned a lot of hard work. We um, know some of the things that you do, <laughs> but maybe not everybody does. So describe you're right now you're you're an AU season right now yeah so describe your routine what your practice schedule is like both with your team and then you personally any player development stuff training okay. give us can you gotta give us a snapshot of what that looks like yeah so I go to school every day obviously and then after school I go weight training at Empower with Sam Faulkner which is like right down the street from my school and then after that I usually go to the gym if I can I have AU practice two days a week it's the days change every week. So I don't know. It's usually Tuesday, Thursday. And then I try to just get in the gym as much as possible since my dad has access to that. And then I spend most of my time in the gym <laughs> as much as possible. How many days a week does that equate to? So you, have, you said practice twice a week, but yeah. then you weight train every day. Yeah. Seven days a week. Mm -hmm. And then you get in the gym. How often to get shots up? Uh, it's usually four to five days a week, if not more. Like, it just depends on the schedule because sometimes we have tournaments and then Dylan has stuff and I have to drive Dylan places. So it just, it all depends, but it's usually four to five days a week. And when you say you go get shots up, I think my words, sorry, but what do you, what's your routine like? You, you go in there just to kind of chuck it up. Do you have a routine you're trying to do? Do you try to get a certain number of shots? What's that look like just for maybe the young folks here in attendance so they can understand what hard work <laughs> looks like in the gym <laughs> um I usually go in and I do my form shooting which takes about like five ten minutes but that's like a huge part you have to form shoot or else you can't just go in and start checking up threes that's not how it works you have to form shoot and describe what form shooting is to maybe those that don't know what it is like your grandparents are going to listen to this <laughs> so I go like two feet from the basket not even and I shoot with one hand and I make sure all, like all my form is perfectly correct and it's very focused. Like if you miss it, it doesn't matter, but the form has to be perfect. And then I go back like five feet and then I shoot with two hands and the same exact thing. Doesn't matter if you make or miss, but everything has to be perfect. So usually you would make it. And then I do that all the way to the free throw line. And then once I do that, I go out to the wings and I do the same thing, but with two hands. And then I do it at the elbows. And then I start my normal shooting. So how long is that? Is that an hour? Is it half an hour? What's that mean? Form shooting usually takes about 10, 15 minutes. Cause you only have to make, it depends on what you do personally, but I only make like five at each spot. Sure. And I, I have to switch them. 
and that makes it perfect for me but and then so then once you get into just your regular shooting which is just getting up shots mm -hmm. from the wings the threes all the different things that you do how long are you in the gym shooting uh total if i'm by myself it's usually like hour two hours if i'm with my dad who rebounds for me it'll be like an hour and a half two and a half hours like it just depends on how much time we have yeah but we try to go as long as we can so it just depends on the time frame yeah okay interesting <laughs> i wasn't sure what that looks like and then so aau season starts now mm -hmm. or started a couple weeks ago and that goes through the month of may and then in july is that how it works yeah it like ends in late july and then we i don't know if we'll do anything in august this year but it's usually over by then and how many tournaments in total do you play in oh like 10 maybe i don't know for sure but a lot mostly midwest based or ohio based mm, we have well, where are we going this year we have two tournaments in ohio i think this year the rest are like wisconsin we go to dc one time this year we go to kentucky i think i want to say kentucky indiana a lot in indiana but i think yeah i think we go to wisconsin and we're going to dc is the big one this year so okay yeah and how long have you played with the hoop stars since i was in fifth grade okay so a little bit yeah have you ever played with any other aau teams mm -mm. besides the michael mcclure uh, team in <laughs> indiana a year ago besides that team no <laughs> <laughs> Oh. But but that's it. So that you've been playing with them. And yeah. what's that experience been like? It's been really fun. Like the first tournament I ever played with them, I remember it was a little scary because I didn't really know anybody. And all those girls had been playing for a little bit longer than I had. And then the first tournament, we all had such a fun time and it was awesome. And then I moved teams, like moved up a team because I, sure. I was on the white team and I moved up a team last year. And I had such, I had such a great time. The girls I play with are so fun. It's just, and we're, it sounds weird, but like, we're all like good and we all know what we're doing. So it's a lot more fun to play with everybody who knows the game of basketball and understands it. So it, we're really fun to watch too, I would like to say, but that's just my opinion, I guess. <laughs> Can you describe just the, um, the atmosphere in an AAU tournament, a big AAU tournament versus mm -hmm you know, playing with your high school team and just what's it like, what's the style of play? Is it any different or is it just kind of the same? There's See, in high school for me, um, our high school team more is about like running plays and like our style of play is like kind of fast, but sometimes we have to slow it down. Sure. And it mostly we have to slow it down because other teams we play are just straight. AU is definitely like we have like four offensive plays and that's it. And we barely run them. Like we are transition like crazy. We're all super fast. I think we have like two bigger girls, like taller girls that aren't like as fast as the rest of us, but we're still like, we can run the floor on anybody at any point in time. So we're a major transition team. And that's pretty much all we do. And if we have to slow down and run a play, we can do that too. And like in high school games are like intense, but like, I would say some people just like, don't care, which is fine. Like that's, if you're just playing to play, that's sure. okay. But some people just don't care. And AU, like everybody on my team cares. Like if we lose, we're all on the same page. Like we need to get a win here and then we figure it out from there. But it's just, it's different in that aspect just a little bit because you're paying like $800 to play on a team. Yeah. So everybody yeah. obviously cares. Interesting. Jackson, you had something else you wanted to ask? 
Um, how did it feel going back to, I think, last year to start as a freshman at Vandalia? Um, it was a little scary because I was a little nervous about the judge, the judgment going on because my aunt is the head coach. So I didn't want people, I felt like I had something to prove because I didn't want people to think that I was only starting because my aunt was the head coach. So I felt like I needed to prove to people that I was good enough to be starting as a freshman, which personally I think I did. But um, I also wasn't supposed to start, but our point guard uh, injured her knee, unfortunately. And so I ended up taking that spot, which ended up working out. But yeah, I was a little nervous about it. Do you think yeah. you were ready for it, Sam? Yeah, I think I was. I mean, you had a terrific season. You averaged double digits. I mean, it was, a, it was a good year for you personally. The team was successful too. Yeah. But um, do you, did you think you were ready to go like for varsity basketball? Yeah, I think I was because I had been preparing for it since seventh grade because I knew seventh grade, like our team wasn't very good. We weren't great. But like if I was going to be the stud on that team, seventh, seventh and eighth grade are much different than high school. So I knew from that point I had to prepare for what it would be like in high school. And luckily for me, my aunt was the head coach. So I got to go to a lot of practices. I got to be around them a lot. So I knew what it was like. So I thought I was ready. I could have probably mentally prepared myself a little bit more, but physically and mostly mentally, I was ready. You, besides basketball, you grew up playing softball and what's did you play? You play soccer. Else? Soccer. That's right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, soccer. And now you're just a, a single sport athlete. Yes. How difficult was it to, to whip those other two? And was it just the decision primarily based on focusing on basketball? Tell us um, about that. Well, softball, I started playing AU. So I was playing softball, spring soccer, and AU all at the same time. Yeah. And at that point, softball was my least favorite sport. So like that one wasn't too hard, but at the same time it was because my dad's whole life is baseball slash softball. So I was like, I don't want to break my father's heart. But he was very supportive of it, so it wasn't a big deal. So that one wasn't that hard. And then I gave up soccer last year. I played my freshman year yeah, and then I just decided to give it up for my sophomore season. And that one was really, really hard because I love soccer. I don't love it nearly as much as I do basketball, but I hate practicing for soccer. And I had to go to like all the spring workouts. Like I had to, I had to do everything. And my coach, I love my coach to death, but he wasn't very flexible with the basketball thing. Sure. So I was like working out four times a day. I was doing two basketball workouts. I was going to weight training and I was going to soccer So I had asked him about like skipping soccer a few times a week and they weren't mandatory at the time. So like, it wouldn't have been a big deal, but he was like, well, soccer comes first because it's the next season. And I was just like, well, I'm going to college for basketball. Like I don't want to go to college for soccer. Yeah. So at that point I was like, maybe we should give it up because I want to focus solely on basketball. Like my goal is to go D1 and to do that. I can't have a soccer coach who doesn't want me, (laughs) want me to go to basketball. So, um, so I had to give that up and that was really hard because I had to do it like face to face with my coach and tell him I didn't want to play soccer anymore. It was really sad and I had to do it in front of all my friends and it was definitely the toughest decision, but I think it was for the best and I did regret it a little bit, but I think it worked out a little bit. So, yeah, that's tough. I knew that you, and you got some time too on varsity a little bit at the end there and yeah, but it's right in the middle of the AU season. Yeah. Do a lot of other um, 
girls on your team on our AU team do they play a spring sport as well or um, is, it, is it too difficult with the schedules one of them who's injured this year so she can do it anyway but she does cross country but that's really about it like most of us are main like our main focus is basketball I think that yeah I think that's about it yes yeah. cross is a fall sport but mm-hmm. there's nobody else has a spring nobody else runs track or no. softball or anything like that yeah no like she did cross country and like they had some like very few meets that interfered yeah. but I mean that's yeah that's really about it gotcha and I think she would quit if she could but she can't she's like d1 so <laughs> she's two sports <laughs> um you are projected according to yourself to break the scoring <laughs> record at Vandalia and hit a thousand points. Do you think you can break it? I'm going to just interject there because that was a prediction done by aunts and uncles and grandma and grandpas. <laughs> so in Sammy's defense, she did not say she was going to oh, do this. She said it earlier. I said there. I could. She could. Yeah. Just for the record, this was brought up by aunts and uncles and grandma and grandpas. Sammy did not sit here. <laughs> talking about how this is going to happen. Sammy, I'll let you go with that. Um, I think I can. Yeah. It's going to take a lot of work on the off season though. I need to work on my inside game a little bit. If I want to score a thousand points, I got to get like 364 points or something around that area next year to get it. So I think I could do that. I just have to up my game a little bit. I can't have any off days, I guess you could say. What did you, what was the biggest thing that you improved on with your game between your freshman and sophomore year? My shooting, definitely. What part about just literally just shooting or was it off the dribble? Is it curling? Is it the way that? Just my shooting, like in every aspect. Like it was good my freshman year and I hit a few threes and I did all that. But um, from my freshman year to my sophomore year, I got with my AAU coach and he just tweaked my shot just like a little bit. And it like, my percentage went up so much like I think I was shooting like 42 percent at one point during my season from three three. which last year I shot like 35 so like it went up big time and I think at the end of the season ended up being only like 37 percent but like my last few games I had to (laughs) I didn't play very well so yeah I just had to check it up there but um yeah at one point I was shooting like 42 percent so definitely that's definitely what improved most what's next what's the next you said your inside game does that mean just finishing inside? Does it mean like working on the, getting on the block some? Uh, what, what's that look like? Yeah, I got to get, I got to work on getting to the inside because last year I was very dependent on my shot, which was fine because it went in. So like it worked. Yeah. But um, I think if I have my three point shot that I have now or just my shot that I have now and I keep working on that and then I add to that my inside game and getting to the inside and finishing inside and doing all that, I'll, I'll be set. I just have to work on that, which I'm getting with a trainer over the summer too. And I'm going to be doing that too. So. Okay. Uh, um, Wake Jackson up from his nap and have <laughs> go next. Um, so kind of a dumb question, but mm-hmm. you're 16 now. So do yes. you drive to your games and all your practices? Um, I will. Yes. And I drive to my AU practices and I carpool with some people too, just so we don't have to pay so much for gas. But yes, I do. I drive Dylan too, unfortunately. Okay, I have another question. Okay. Um, you don't, 
have to answer it, I guess, but oh your your sister Dylan oh is his also a lady also, hoop star. Also a hoop star. Do you think she will break any of your records? Um hmm, that's a tough question. I don't know. <laughs> I think she can, yes. I don't know if she will. But I also think her high school team at that time when she's in high school, her high school team will be a little bit better than mine is. <laughs> they just have a stronger class. Yeah, I think they just have they have a lot more girls that play basketball. And I think that team that class will be a little stronger. And the class below hers is really good. So I think I think she'll have a bit of a stronger team. So I don't know if she'll make it or not. She could. She definitely could. But who is I don't better know if she will. Who is better as a sixth grader, Sammy or Dylan? Dylan is probably better as a sixth grader, but I taught her everything she knows. So she can handle it. She can. She does. She works hard. She goes to the gym with me most of the time too. So we're both in there. Um, this is probably my last question. <laughs> All I wrote down. Um, where do you want to go college to possibly play basketball too? That is a really tough question because at this point it's kind of I mean, not at this point, but like it's kind of like a take what you can get. Like I would like to go somewhere. I would like to go somewhere big, but um, I don't really know if I can at right now because I just don't have anything going on. So I'd like to go. Oh, I don't know. I'd like to go kind of south, like not like maybe Captiva South, but I'd like to go a little <laughs> south, like. I like uh, Coastal Carolina. Um, I've talked to EKU some. I like EKU. Um, and I got some like D2, D3 schools talking to, but I would like to go D1. <laughs> That's the main goal. You said, so some, like, describe to us what recruiting looks like, finishing a sophomore year. I, we don't understand mm -hmm. just when Jackson and I were talking about it, when they can contact you versus what's a, a letter yeah. versus a conversation. And just describe what recruiting is like and yeah. when they can contact you and how and all that stuff. It's kind of complicated, especially with COVID because there's been like so many, especially D1, like there's been so many dead periods and they just keep getting longer and longer and longer. Yeah. And usually coaches don't talk to you during their season. So like if they are mid season, they're probably not going to contact you. And technically D1 coaches can't call, text, email, like send me anything um, personally until I think like August of my junior year, something like that. Okay. August, September. I'm not really sure which one, but. So a few months from now. Yeah. So, but I can call them and like, they can contact, they can contact like my AAU coach or my high school coach. And then they can tell me that they want to call and then I have to call them. But if they like, if I call them and then they don't pick up, they can't call me back. Like I just have to gotcha. keep calling them. Like I have texts with like e EKU coaches and it's just like me texting and telling them I'm calling them and they yeah. can't answer. So it's kind of complicated. Like D2, they can talk to you. They can respond back and um, they can text you and all that. So I've talked to like Walsh a little bit mm -hmm. and I forget who else, but I've talked to them and I text them like on Twitter and then D3, um, they can do everything. They can call you, they can text you, they can send you letters, like, and all that. But D1's the only one that really has, like, big restrictions, which is complicated because it's just, like, why is that really a big difference? Like, yeah. but 
Yeah, that's pretty much the only one. And they're very strict on it too. So like the dead period killed a lot of people because there was so long. Like yeah. I couldn't talk to EKU for like two months at one point. And it just kind of sucks because it like, then they're, you don't know if there's still a relationship because you can't text them or anything and they can't text you back. So it's a little, it's a little complicated, but like you just have to kind of go with it and see what happens. In your, your year, she'll, she'll graduate in 2023, mm -hmm. is that right? This year is a little funky with the COVID stuff because yeah. people get an extra year of eligibility throughout. Yes. Is it through all D1, D2, D3, or is it just D1, I, D2? I'm not really sure. I know it's D1 for sure. And I think it's D2 also. And so the, what that means but, is, I guess I'm saying this as a question too, anyone that is currently at their university can stay there another year in play. So they don't lose a year of eligibility this year. Yeah. So it really screws the kids not only the seniors, yeah. but the juniors. Yeah. Because they don't, the coaches probably don't exactly know for sure who's going to stay on their team. That's exactly, yeah. So you're, you're kind of lucks out, assuming that this doesn't happen again. Yeah. And the fact that they'll have a better idea of the landscape of the team. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. Like, for example, like, um, I know this guy, Christian, he went to Walsh and he's a post-grad transfer because everybody can have another year. And he towards ACL, so he had an extra year too. So um, he was redshirted and then, but he's a post-grad transfer and he was going to go to UD, like UD was his plan and he talked to Anthony Grant and all that stuff. Um, but he didn't know if uh, Ronnie was going to stay or not. That was the big thing. And Ronnie just transferred. Yeah, like he didn't know. So he, if he would have known that he was going to leave, then he probably would have gone yeah. to Dayton, but he didn't know yet. So he couldn't go there. Like that's just... And that's how a lot of like, I have a lot of friends that are seniors also, and they could have gotten offers, but coaches are just like, I don't know what yeah. my team is doing. Like Tyler, he had a lot of people like calling him and stuff, but they're like, I don't know what my point guard's going to do. Like, I don't know if they're yeah. staying or not. So it kind of, yeah, it screws people over big time. And like, then they don't know who they need and they, it just messes the whole process up bad. Like, it's just like, um, usually the 21 class would be done by yeah. now, like totally done, but they don't know what they're doing because some people are staying, some people are going, but they, they're not sure which ones. And everybody finds out at the same time, like, I'm sure everybody found out at the same time Chapman put his stuff on, like everybody was like, oh, well. he's out of here. <laughs> yeah. Like it's all, it's just kind of all over the place and it kind of sucks, but I think, I think Hopefully next year it'll kind of even out and everything will be mostly back to normal, hopefully. What feedback have you received, whether it be from coaches? Well, it sounds like you haven't talked to too many coaches yet, mm -hmm. but I would imagine your AAU coach and Coach Bardo have shared the, what you need to play at the Division One level, that, that that's one of your goals. Mm -hmm. What are those things that you need to, to be at? Is it strength does it just shoot I mean I'm sure it's a lot of things but what are the things that you have heard that you need to get better at to be a d1 basketball player um I need to get bigger because I'm probably done mostly growing height wise and how tall are you um I'm like five eight five nine ish depends on what's what the program say depends on what shoes shoes I'm wearing program says five nine so I'm five nine so um <laughs> you could at least you need another inch in the program <laughs> Yeah, I gave myself five nine because yeah. I, I mean, I wear elevated. Let's make that five ten next year. Huh? Yeah, I'll, I'll put five ten. 
so I'm like mostly grown done growing like I probably still got a little bit left but barely so I just got to get stronger is a big thing like in my arms are little spaghetti noodles so I have to fix that my legs are pretty good but mostly strength wise and then my inside my inside game is a big one too like I just have to once I get that I'll be good to go but I have to get that first so if you've been to the gym yep I got nothing <laughs> you're done with your questions yeah well I think I think it'll be really fun we we enjoy following you so you can go to your games uh, but it's gonna be a lot of fun these next couple of years just watching you progress and uh, and accomplish your goals. Thank you. I think that's that's all we have here today from the special <laughs> Captiva Island one two six pod with our special guest. Wait, wait! I got one more thing. Oh, it's not one more thing. Would you like to shout out any social media? Good question. Sammy's social media uh, has been a topic of conversation this week. With all of her, <laughs> oh, dear. Her selfies and pictures that all your little friends just keep saying are precious and everything else. <laughs> Any social media shout out you want to go to holler? I mean, I don't care. <laughs> My Instagram is sammy.bardo. That's it. <laughs> Dylan, would you like to shout out anything? Oh, yeah. My Twitter is sambardo12. Nothing too good on that. Give her a bunch of likes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pop this on there. How many social media followers do you have? Oh, I don't know. Over on Instagram, it's like over a thousand, I think. What about Twitter? Twitter, I'm not sure because I just keep. We're following a bunch of coaches right now, so they keep like following back. So I yeah. don't, don't know. <laughs> what about MySpace? <laughs> <laughs> I've never had MySpace. <laughs> Proud do you, to say do you know what it is? Yes, but I'm proud to say <laughs> What's MySpace? It, it's a social media uh, network platform yeah. that I think was in existence before Facebook. It was before all of And it quickly got passed by Facebook, Facebook. and everything else. Yeah. I do have Facebook. Facebook. Do, do kids, the do, do high school kids use Facebook at all? Some older high school kids use Facebook, but nobody in my grade has Facebook. I only have it because my mom like posts stuff of me and I feel like I should tell people thank you when they say something. Yeah. That's the only reason I have it. <laughs> but so let's just let's just finish this up. So nobody in high school uses Facebook. Pretty much, yeah. And they're just all on the gram? Yeah, pretty much. And Snapchat and Twitter. That's and TikTok, that's a big one too. What are you most active on? Probably TikTok. How many social media posts have you made this week? <laughs> uh, so two on Instagram. Um, one on Snapchat yesterday. I think that's it. Three. That's it? Yeah. I didn't post on TikTok this week, I don't think. I thought you've done a lot of scrolling over there on that phone. I do do a lot of scrolling. For just three posts? Yeah. I do spend a lot. Of, yeah, I'm probably most active on, I don't know. TikTok, or the gram cracker. Because I don't really go on Snapchat that often except to text like three people. So yeah, it's probably TikTok. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> anyway well thanks for being on this was a lot of fun thank you do, for having me yeah we'll do this again for sure and yes. um yep thank you <laughs> we'll do this again for sure and uh let's enjoy the last day here yes. in captiva
Bang. <laughs> mm.